If you're ready to blast through, defy the odds, and be the 1%, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The 1% Life with Johnny Dillon, where you will learn how to master your mind, elevate your sales, and live the 1% life. What's going on, rock stars? Welcome back to another episode of Mindset Monday. I'm your host, Joni Dillon, peak performance coach and trainer. And today we're talking about how to increase your confidence, conviction, and charisma when you sell. You see, these three things are critical to you performing at the level that you are capable of. Maybe not the level you're performing at now, but the level that you have within you. And we have to look at what is the underlying problem when you lack confidence, when one lacks conviction and one lacks charisma, and how that's impacting your results. And then today, we're also going to dive in to how how you can improve upon each and every one of those things. So let's talk about the underlying problems that exist in these three areas and why, if you are suffering from any of these three areas, it's costing you big money. When it comes to confidence, you got to understand one thing, rock stars. People are not attracted to weakness. Weakness does not sell. It doesn't. If you are attracted to somebody, you are not attracted to them because you think they are weak. Right? Think of your significant other, someone who you found attractive in the past. There is an aura to them. There is a confidence usually to them that is exuding and that attracts you, that pulls you in. People are not attracted to weakness. They're attracted to strength. Strength equates to confidence and to success. I'm going to give you an example. And this kind of blew my mind when I experienced this. And I had to really stop and think about think about it and why, why it was this way. So a couple years ago, uh, when I was with Wyndham, I was invited to, or rather I earned, um, I was a number one sales rep at my sales site and I won what is called Wyndham's President's Council, which is where they invite the top sales rep out and it's a couple days of just whining and dining, red carpet. You are actually a voice for your entire sales team. They'll talk to you about everything. They talk to you about what's going on in the company and how to come back and be able to get everybody on your team fired up and pumped up and ready to sell. Okay. So it's a big honor to be invited here. And when I went here, this particular location that year was Wyndham's uh, Bonnet Creek in Orlando, Florida. It's actually on Disney property. Pretty cool. And it's a beautiful, gorgeous resort. Now, Obviously, I want to go check out the sales floor and see what kind of magic they're putting down because these guys create like some crazy numbers out of there, like every year. And so I wanted to go in there uh, with a couple other sales reps, buddies of mine. And so we walk in the doors and we're all excited. We're like, oh my God, we're up on a creek. This is like where the magic goes down. We open the doors and I have to tell you, I was blown away. There were. Well, of course, like <laughs> not on every desk, not in every like cubicle area, but there were row after row, desk after desk after desk of 
awards and trophies and they weren't little. They were massive. There was eagles like, you know, like just these crazy awards for top rep of the month, top rep of the year. And, and they had like dollar values on them, like numbers. If I remember correctly, they were like making a very bold statement. And like when you looked at one desk in particular, there were all of these awards and trophies all around at the top of the desk. And it blew me away because I'm going, wait a minute. So you have your tours as we call them, right? Your guests, guests who come in like that you are selling and they're seeing all these awards and all like, would they not be very intimidated by that, just simply seeing that, I was like, I couldn't, I was baffled. I have to tell you, because I never, ever would have thought of doing that. I mean, I have tons of awards. I wouldn't have thought of putting them in my cubicle space like that. But it was row after row, desk after desk of like gangster sellers. I'm not even kidding you, of just like trophies everywhere. And it took me a minute. We talked about it. My buddies who were there with me, and we're like, man, this is kind of cool. Like if you think about it, People in general are attracted to successful people. People want to buy and do business with other people who are successful, right? Why do you think these big deals just land in the hands of these big, like, let's just call them, I don't know, real estate moguls or, you know, for lack of a better example, it's, it's because someone knows they're successful and I want to give my opportunity, my deal to this developer, right? This is my idea. This is what I want to build. This is who's doing it. It's because they attract, they attract success, right? And so they're going to keep being successful because people want to continue to do business with them. Makes sense. And so it was really an interesting epiphany of a moment for me because I realized that I didn't have to hide the rock star sales rep that I was, that I actually could flaunt it in a way that was confident, in a way that people would understand that they weren't doing business with no average cat, right? Like they were actually blessed to be sitting in my space. And that was a mindset that I had to take on from there on out. Not that I didn't believe I was that person already, but that I could actually show that and talk about that with more conviction. So people are attracted to strength and strength equates to confidence and success. So when you lack confidence in your sales process, it's as if you are hoping that they'll buy, right? Like there's an energy behind weakness. Let's just call it for what it is. Okay. Or self-doubt. Um, maybe that's a better example, a better word for it. So self-doubt, when that exists or lack of confidence, you, you get my point, there's an energy that exists behind that. And it's one of desperation. It's one of desperation. And you might even be able to think of a moment in your career, might even be going on right now, let's break through it, right? That you now can relate to that. Like, oh God, yeah, like I was there or maybe I am there now temporarily. Okay. And there's an, there's an air of desperation. There's an air of, will you please buy from me? Not that you're saying those words, but that they're feeling that at an unconscious level, at a subconscious level. 
And to some people, like, you know, you get those people who people are savvy these days. They are sophisticated. There are lots of sales reps in this world. There are lots of entrepreneurs. There are lots of people who understand human behavior, who understand influence. And they're going to see you right away. And usually that's when you get eaten up. That's when you get eaten up. Like they will own that conversation. They will dominate it because they know that you are being weak, that you are weak. Okay. And I'm not saying you are weak a weak person, but that you are showing up as that person in that moment. Okay. There's a difference there. So confidence is, is, it's critical. It's critical because oftentimes what I've noticed is that when people lack that confidence, maybe you haven't gotten a lot of wins recently or for a while, that confidence can, lack of confidence rather, can be overcompensated in other ways. So I know someone who you know, while on the outside is projecting confidence, yeah, it's going to happen today. It's going to, you know, I'm, I'm getting a deal on the inside is really lacking that confidence because the numbers aren't there. The numbers aren't there. They haven't been there. And so what, what this particular individual has been doing, and it's actually a character trait that shows up in many areas of his life is that he is overcompensating from a personality characteristic and it often turns aggressive. It's almost as if he is att- starts attacking the person uh, rather than being cool, like letting it just flow. And so we want to be aware of moments that we are feeling like we're not being super confident because awareness, again, is always key to creating that shift, to creating that change. And I'm going to give you some tips at the end of this um, episode that will really help you be able to um, hopefully improve upon that uh, significantly, okay? So let's talk about conviction. If you're not sold, and I mean really sold on your product or service, they will not be either. You can't expect them to be. If you're not sold on the value at full price, not when you bottom it out, not when you have a TO or closer come over and slash the prices and give them a hundred bonus weeks. I'm joking. I hope you don't do that or whatever points, bonus points, incentives, etc. If you're not sold on the value at full price and that this is the answer to their problem, they won't be sold either. See, it starts with you. It starts and ends with you. And if you start looking at your results, is there a certain area, meaning your sales numbers, okay, maybe just your paycheck as well, we'll give it away. Uh, if When you start looking at your results, your performance, and you, no- you, you notice that it's not where you want it to be. I want you to think about what areas are you not sold in? What areas do you lack conviction, 100% conviction when it comes to you, your product, your service, right? Is it your VIP levels? Is it a certain tier level of your program, a certain area? Is it simply the value at full price? I'm telling you, Take this in. If you cannot and could not go out there and sell your program at full price, you don't believe in it. 
you don't believe in it and it's costing you a lot of money. It's costing you a lot of money. If you're easily sold on their puke, as we call it in the industry, (laughs) their reasons and excuses not to buy that they can't buy today, they think they can't buy today, you will not be convicted, you will not have conviction in why those reasons and excuses are the exact reasons why they must buy. And they're going to end up dominating. Someone is always sold, remember? Someone is always getting sold. Is it you or is it them? And so conviction is key to not being sold because when you have complete and total conviction, no matter what they say will not matter. It won't matter because they cannot sway you. They cannot sway you in your stance. They cannot sway you in your perspective that they absolutely need this to solve their problem, that they absolutely need this in order to create the life that they say they want. And just because they think they can't doesn't mean that you're necessarily letting them off the hook that they won, right? So battling them, when I say, for example, the, 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 the re- <laughs> not being able to overcome ex- objections and excuses, not being able to overcome those and feeling like you need to not, <laughs> not battle them. That's not what we're talking about by changing their mindset or perspective and having that taffy pull. But you need to be able to, with conviction, communicate and not only just communicate, but influence them that the cost of inaction, the cost of them not doing anything is the greater, is much greater than the cost of them acting today. And if you cannot do that, you're losing a lot of opportunities, a lot of deals, because this conviction is so key in so many different areas of your presentation, so many different areas of your sales conversation. It's critical. It's critical on how you present products, the product features and benefits, right? Is there a certain thing you're not sold on? It's critical on how you talk about the investment involved, how you actually pitch it, right? Some of you are actually pitching the price today very meekly, meekly, like, you know, it's coming across like you don't believe in it. So guess what? You can't expect them to either. Let's talk about charisma. Look, they're not buying a product's features and benefits. They're buying you. The fact that they're walking away with nothing tangible in their hands that equates to the money that they just spent, the significant amount of money they just spent that is, don't think it's not in the top of their mind, means they better love you and trust you and believe that you had their best interest at heart, that they did the right thing. And this is truly why, we'll talk about the elephant in the room, why so many deals unwind. Because you don't go home with them at night. You were they, Everything was great when you were there. You could piece them back together. You can sell them on the emotional value of why, yes, they need this. Why today? Why they so deserve this? They feel great. They're on a high right now. 
they walk out of there and you do not go home with them. So this is why a lot of deals unwind. And this is why, this is why charisma, this is why them really feeling that connection to you is so important because after they leave, they need to still feel that you were not only likable, but that you were had their best intentions at heart and that you guided them in the right way. Charisma is essential and many reps don't quite understand it. It's who you are being, who you are being. And it really has to do with who you are. Are you a likable person? See, a lot of people enter this industry and they really don't know how to be likable. And it's hard to talk about because it's like, I don't want anyone to go, oh God, that's me. I'm not likable. But perhaps that's the epiphany that you need, that maybe there's something that needs to shift. Do you battle a lot? Do you feel like maybe you're just overly analytical and you can't connect on an emotional level? Is there a charm to you? Would you want to get to know you better if you met you? Do you talk more than you listen? Do you talk more than you listen? That's a common one, common problem. Or do you incessantly talk and not listen? Right? And so if you won't stop talking, then they're going to feel a disconnect. Like this individual doesn't really care about us. He just wants to brag or she just wants to brag about who she is and what she's accomplished and what's going on in her life and how many, you know, great accolades they've received in all areas of their life that are related and unrelated and, you know, or simply just pitching product nonstop. That also counts. So how likable are you? And one of the things that I really love to help my coaching clients on is you've got to get them to want to invite you over for dinner. This is so key. This mindset, putting on this hat, and it's not a... Okay, before I go where I'm going, let me finish my thought. (laughs) This doesn't mean don't dig in. There's still a likability factor involved. You were passionate and convicted out of service, not out of desperation or just to be a jerk, right? But do they want you over for dinner? Would they want you to have you over for dinner by the end of your presentation, right? And that's the level of connection that you've got to have with these people, whether or not they buy. And it again, it's not saying don't ask the tough questions. It's not saying don't make them really understand that their reasons and excuses are, while they think they're valid, are really keeping them stuck and not able to achieve their dreams. So there's a, there's a balance there, right? Now I'm ready to really dive in with you guys when it comes to how. How do we take these three different areas and really start to improve upon, improve upon our confidence? How do we increase our conviction? How do we increase our level of charisma that we exhibit with people not only at work, not only in our business, but also outside? That's a great place to start. 
So when it comes to confidence, the number one way to increase your confidence is to get more wins. How do you get more wins? Right. You're like, well, that's the problem, Joni. I'm not winning right now. You've got to increase your competency. How do you increase your competency? You improve your skill set. Confidence and skill set are directly related. You, if you increase your skill set, your confidence will increase on its own. And we're going to talk about how you can increase your skill set so you can improve upon your confidence and ultimately sell more deals at the very end. And you need to be, another way to increase your confidence is simply be indifferent. It's an interesting word I'm using right now. You almost need to be, no, just be indifferent. Be indifferent. And so one of the ways that you can think about this is to not attach to the outcome right? So don't attach the outcome. One of my old mentors, Lisa, used to say, be committed, but unattached. Be committed, but unattached, unattached to the outcome. So committed, committed means you're committed to the process. You're committed to them seeing the value. You're committed to them seeing that this is a solution to their problem. You're committed to them making a decision one way or another leaving with all their questions answered and their minds made up, no ifs, ands, or maybes for someday. Look, it's a definite yes or no today. This avoids what we call the be-back syndrome. It avoids be-backs, right? Stop creating be-backs. Stop holding your breath and waiting for someone to call you back. Stop waiting for you to you know, hear from them again. It's not happening. They're not going to show up. They're not going to call you. It's not going to happen. And if it does, it is, not, it is the exception by far. And if you run your business like this, because this is your business, you better believe it is. And if you're not running it like your business, you're missing out big time. So stop creating be-backs. Risk the sale. Risk the sale. Because the truth is you never had it to begin with. You never had it to begin with. So by you thinking, by you allowing them to believe you're pressuring me, I can't have this today, guess what? Yank it away. If you believe in it, Yank it. Take it away. People want what they cannot have. Allowing for beebacks is weak. It is super weak. And there are people who consistently create beebacks. They consistently leave hope for the future. Listen, it is your duty, it is your obligation to sell them in the now, right now. Life cannot be put on hold for someday. Our business is today business. It's a today business. And I'm going to give you another tip, okay, when it comes to confidence and how to increase your confidence. This is so awesome. This is something that I've actually been listening to a lot recently. And it's a, it's a book. I listened to it on Audible, The Five-Second Rule by Mel Robbins. She also has a TED Talk. And I had seen the TED Talk before um, or parts of it. I don't even know if I remember watching the entire thing. So I'm like, oh, I get the concept, right? And I'm not going to go into it with you right now, but you basically are in detail rather. You count down 
from five to one and you go, you do it. Okay. (laughs) This is one thing that Mel says, easily simplified what I just explained to you. So do not under uh, value it. Listen to it. Confidence. Mel says it's confidence. You weren't born with confidence. Confidence comes with daily acts of courage, daily acts of courage. And this is so huge. How do you become a more confident salesperson? In addition to improving your skill set, you take, you make daily acts of courage happen. Read the book. Listen to the book. Okay. Conviction. Speak with more authority. You want to increase your level of conviction? Speak with greater tonality, greater emphasis, greater clarity, boldness. Muffled messages do not sell. Muffled messages, weak tonality will not get you deals. And you might not think you're being muffled, but when your words are not landing impactfully, they're not selling. They're not creating the impact that they can create. Softness doesn't sell. So this is kind of funny. My old boss, uh, Rick Sullivan, my very first year in the business and frontline sales then, he used to tell he used to call me milk toast, right? Some of you know I started off with a bang, I was selling deals left and right, and all of a sudden, boom, I hit a brick wall. I couldn't give it away for the life of me. I couldn't. It was like four weeks, maybe even five weeks. It was nuts. And that can feel like an eternity when you're the person it's happening to, right? And he would literally say, He's like, Joni, stop being milk toast. You're so milk toast. And I was like, At first, I didn't really get it because it's kind of a weird thing to say. But then I really started thinking about it. What is milk toast? It's soggy. It's gross. It's weak. Milk toast is weak. And then it hurt, right? Then it started to hurt. At first, like when I didn't get the gravity of it, the impact of it, I was like, yeah, whatever. But that moment it hit me, I thought, this is not who I am, nor who I am going to be perceived as being. And so I had to change. I had to shift. I had to take the nice person in me and still stay nice. Don't trust me. Excuse me. Trust me. Trust me. I had always been a nice person on my tables, yet nice and holding someone accountable, nice and holding someone to their dreams, nice and calling people on their BS in the right way are not the same. Like you can still be one and not the other or and the other (laughs) and the other. You get my point and the other at the same time. So don't feel like, I hear people tell me this all the time, I, got, I, I have a hard time turning my hat. Why you got to turn your hat? That's like such an inside that feels so ugly to a nice person. I don't like turning my hat. It feels like all of a sudden now is the point in the sales presentation, I got to turn my hat the other way and I got to be a total jerk. Well, guess what? You feel out of congruency. It's you're incongruent with that person that you feel like you need to become. And the truth of the matter is, is that you do not need to become that person. You just need to get better at doing certain things, at asking the right questions, at speaking with, and speaking with conviction and confidence and clarity and, and leading people to where you want them to be, to where you want them to be. 
So get sold on everything about your product. To increase your level of conviction, begin to shift your belief that what you're selling is totally worth it at full price. It's totally worth it at this price. This creates detachment. It really creates a level of detachment from you and the outcome, as we talked about earlier, as opposed to desperation, that energy of desperation, you know, you know, the timeshare breath, they call it, or, you know, whatever it is that you're selling, that, that feeling of just pushiness, of neediness. It's their loss not to invest. It's their loss if they don't see the value. Charisma. Be likable. Be likable. Don't be a jerk. I can't tell you how many people just think that they need to be a jerk. They need to turn that hat and be a jerk. People don't like jerks. It's pretty easy to see. Your level of jerkiness will not get you deals. It just won't. It will get you cancellations if you get a deal that way. People buy from people they like. People buy from people they know, like, and trust, right? And it starts with likability. You can't build trust unless they like you. You can't build trust unless they absolutely like you. Only then can trust be built, right? Fundamentals of rapport. Be able to talk about anything, okay? This isn't something that's been in the back of my mind, like circulating in my mind all week. And I, you know, perhaps it's time right now to just share it with you. You got to be knowledgeable, even if it's a little bit in all areas, in all areas, really to connect with people. Okay. And, and when it comes to, you know, just creating that rapport, that warm up, and just getting to know people, you don't know what is going to come out on the table. You don't know what they're going to want to talk about. You don't know when you ask a question about what they just did this weekend or what they've been up to, they could be talking about a golf tournament. And if you're like, I have no idea like how to talk to this person about golf, you've just lost a critical opportunity to get into rapport with John. And so one of the things that I learned early on in my career, probably from the same guy who called me milk toast. <laughs> was uh, from one of my other mentors, Autumn, was to learn about a little about everything. Keep up to date on what's going on. You know, I'm not saying don't get sucked into the news and politics can be an, an iffy thing, but if you have someone who comes in passionate and really talking about a topic one way or the other, be, other, be able to speak the language, okay? Be able to communicate, talk about what's going on. The Olympics are coming up. Do you know? Do you know who's even competing? What are you excited about? I, okay, I'll give you an example. I'm a pescatarian. Can't even say it. I'm a pescatarian since 2004, meaning I only eat seafood and even every once in a while at that. And I would have people who'd come to my table, like guests who would be hunters. And I've got to get into rapport with Hunter Bob, or I am not going to be able to sell a deal. I'm not going to be able to help serve them in the best way. If all I'm thinking of is I can't stand you, are you really killing Bambi? Right? (laughs) And so I had to be able to get gain rapport. And so one of the ways that you can do that is simply asking questions about what it is that they do. Okay. Getting curious, more curious about that. You know, hi, Diego. And so you really want 
you want to know a little bit about everything. You want to know about sports, even if you're not into them. Okay. Just, you get my point. Be not a connoisseur necessarily, but be able to speak upon, speak about anything, get interested and curious, curious about life, about life. And lastly, to follow up with how to increase your skill set, as I mentioned, I would earlier, I'd like to now invite those of you who are serious and ready now to elevate your game by taking that leap and investing into your greatest asset, you. You know, you are the only one who will help make you money. You are the only one who will change your life circumstance and situation. You are the only one who will create financial freedom for you. It's not a TO. It's not a closer. It's not a manager. It's not a coworker. It's no one else but you. And if that scares you, it's because you lack the confidence. And if you lack the confidence, it's because you lack the skill set, the mindset, or often both. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to offer those of you who are ready to break through, ready to elevate your game. I'd like to invite you to apply for a Breakthrough 2018 call with me. You and I will chat for about 45 minutes or so and get clear on what specifically is blocking you from that next level of success. What specific skills you need to learn and how you can do just that. Increase your skill set and your confidence so you can finally start selling more deals and making a multiple six-figure income you so deserve and live the 1% life. If you're interested, you want to see if you qualify, head on over to timesharesalesmastery.com forward slash apply. I will also put that in the show notes. This call is valued at $500. It is my gift to you. You deserve it head on over and check it out. And for everyone else out there, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Mindset Monday and that you are feeling on fire and ready to go out there and create an absolutely incredible, unstoppable month. We're early in February. Look at your goals right now. Get clear on where you're headed and create a strategy and a game plan that you need to get you there. And if you need my help in helping you do that, head on over to the call and we'll get clear on what those um, that strategy is for you this year and this month in particular. All right, rock stars, until next time, get out there and create an absolutely amazing day. Change some lives. I will talk to you next time on Mindset Monday. Peace. If you enjoyed today's episode of The 1% Life, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. We'll catch you next time.